This podcast is a 3D audio production, so watch out as sounds may seem to come from beside you or behind you. For the best listening experience, please use headphones. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Sophia. And this is a day. Listening to Obsidian. Episode 2 Off the Grid. This episode contains explicit language and adult themes. You got everything, Naki? Uh, yep. Let me rephrase that. You got that lighter? <laughs> yes, babe. Come on, let's go. Usually, Naki was the meticulous one. However, on this trip in particular, Temi needed extra reassurance. You see, in the vast landscape of Arcadia National Park, Temi was out of her element, needing to rely on Naki completely. Naki had arranged the whole thing on her own. A rare opportunity to escape their busy city lives for an off-the-grid romantic getaway. Wait, you got the sunscreen, right? Yeah, you saw me put it on. Ooh, right, okay. 
Ooh, so, where are we going this time? It's a surprise. <laughs> you know I don't like surprises, but maybe just this once. <laughs> you never let me do anything nice for you. I had to sneak it in. I thought this trip was the nice thing. Now we both know this trip was for me. You hate it out here. I love it as long as I'm with you. Aww. Hey, watch out! <gasps> God, I hate it out here. <laughs> See, I knew it was coming. Just watch your feet. For that and Little Critters too. You know, if my dad were here, he would say, Temi Lola, why have I paid money to walk through the same shrub I walked into for free back in Niger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your dad would say a lot of things. Can we spark at least? Maybe that'll make this a little more enjoyable. Yeah, one second. Here. This had been Temi's first time hiking. And, well, approximately the 54th time Naki's hiked, but not since 2030. Unfortunately for her, time and nature had become a commodity since then. This trip, to be one with nature, to see trees for miles, to escape the humming electricity of a car or computer, was a luxury today in 2043. A treat for Naki, and just a drag for Temi. So, how did you get us in here anyways? Isn't it booked by CEO Daughters every day out of the year? I know a guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I actually just got an email for it. I subscribe to all of the nature getaway sites. I guess it must have been my lucky day. Oh, right on the weekend of our anniversary too. Very lucky. Mm-hmm. Wait, what are you worried about? I don't know, it's just a little weird to me. I'm not into all of that, and even I know that this is a big deal. One of the last parks in the countries, and we got it? Well, I am a faithful subscriber. Yeah, I'm glad you got it. We got it. And I'm glad my first time glamping, or whatever you called it, is with you. Aww. Well, honestly, if it was up to me, we'd be doing some hardcore camping. But I just wanted to make sure you got to see the view, you know, before the wool takes us out. Oh, wow. Way to knock me back into reality. Please remember this is supposed to be an escape. <laughs> yeah, just be careful. More careful than you would be on the outside for real. It isn't all sunsets and roses. Uh, wait, so the surprise isn't sunsets and roses? I mean, you could say that. Naki and Temi had been hiking for nearly an hour. Temi was getting a bit restless and ready to head back. <sighs> You did say we were going somewhere, right? Like, there's a destination to this. It's not about the destination. Oh, it's about all of the sights on the way. Oh, girl. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, we're almost there. Let me know if you see any large bodies of water. We Wait. should. Large bodies of what? Naki, you know we're I We're not getting in. Even being near. Why do you think I live in Denver? Yeah, and I hate it. Let's move. Somewhere with an escape route, terrain diversity. Is that the surprise? Do you want to move in together? Because yes, now let's go, please. Mm, Not exactly, but we're here. Wow. Come. Oh, thank God my thighs are on fire. Wow. Have you ever seen anything like this before? Come, sit with me. Oh, wow. Oh, fuck. This is high. And so am I. And so, Naki and Temi had made it to the top of Sunset Peak just in time to see the sun begin to set on the horizon. From their view nearly 8,000 feet above sea level, it cast colors and shadows they'd never seen before. 
Damn, this is gorgeous. <laughs> Wait, this means it's getting dark soon, though. We should head back. Oh, man. We didn't get to eat the sandwiches I made. Ugh, I could go for some sustenance. Hmm, I'm starving. Aren't you starving? Okay, just a couple more bites. Naki and Temi finish their sandwiches as the sun sets. They watch as birds play with each other in the air and ants follow one another on the march. Okay, Temi, we actually gotta go. This is the woods. When it gets dark, it gets dark. You tell me. Girl, I've been ready to go. You know the way, right? Okay, so we're here and we need to get here. Alright, yeah. So it's a straight shot, right? Should be. Alright then, let's get it. Wow, this is so serene. I'm glad we came. Of course. And I hope it's one of my many firsts with you. Same. Here, drink some water before we go. Satisfied with their day's hike, the two trek through familiar woods until... Wait. Naki, these don't look too familiar to me. I know where I'm going. This is what the map said. Okay, you know I don't like it out here, but I'm trusting you. Thank you. I promise I'll keep you safe. Keep us safe. I'll be alright. Wait, Naki, there's a clearing up that way, and I don't recognize that at all. Temi, I think you're getting a little paranoid. This is literally the way we came. If you say so. You brought a flashlight, right? A flashlight? When we have the moon's natural essence and the spirits of our ancestors to guide us? Girl, of course I brought a flashlight. Ooh, good, because we almost fought for a second. Naki follows the path she seems to know so well, with Temi following suit. Temi becomes increasingly more aware of her surroundings, turning her head at even the slightest of sounds. Yo, either I'm tripping or this same squirrel just made its third go-round around us. Do you know how many squirrels there are? We're almost back, I promise. You've been promising a lot lately, and you've been saying almost for the past half hour, and I'm starting not to believe you anymore. Biko, just tell the truth. You don't know where you're going, and that's okay. Okay, fine. This doesn't look familiar. I just, I don't want you to freak out. But I know we're close. I can feel it. Just let me figure it out. You've been figuring it out for almost an hour now. I'm almost positive these are our same footprints we just made going in a circle. Baby, maybe I can help. So you're the expert now? Yeah. If you could just trust me, that would be great. Naki, you don't need to get defensive. I'm not mad. But maybe it's time to resort to other options. You know I stay strapped. What? I brought the flare gun. Just give me the word and I'm gonna light this shit up. Where'd you even get that? See, you don't trust me. Figuring it out is part of the fun. Plus, are you really going to argue with my years, nay? Lifetime of experience when you haven't stepped foot onto a patch of grass since 2022? Wow. Now that's a wild exaggeration. More like 2025, okay? And that's the thing, Naki. This isn't fun anymore. Well, I'm sorry I miss seeing a fucking tree every once in a while. Yeah, trees are cool, but now when people are going missing in them... That was ten years ago. And now we're lost. Can you just shut up for a second? The two turn their backs on each other and observe their surroundings. It is nearly pitch black, with only the moon and whirring fireflies lighting their way. Naki takes a few steps, peering between two trees with intense focus. <gasps> Did you, you hear that? that? Huh? <sighs> Remember the thing about the squirrel? Well, I noticed a pattern while you were getting all riled up. Wait a couple seconds and you'll hear an owl hoot. And a couple more seconds and you'll feel a gust of wind. Look, look up. Okay, that's freaky. 
Wait, wait, Naki, and to wrap it up, just like I said, just wait for it in three, two... Holy fucking shit, the squirrel. Yeah, okay, let's get the fuck out of here. Told you I'd be noticing shit. Whoever's running games got me fucked up. Temi never expected her hypervigilance to manifest in this way. She was as shocked as she was proud of herself for this discovery. Wait, by the way, what did you see? Never mind. Stuffy not as weird as yours, but keep your eyes out. I thought it was a... What? And there it was. A hulking body, glowing, hungry eyes, and bare teeth, ready to strike. Oh, I think I'm wearing a cobweb for a face mask. Oh my god. Temmie. Temmie, what's wrong? I know you're scared, but we're gonna be okay. I saw my mom. Wait, what? When? Just just now? Naki, I saw my mom while we were running. She was right there, leaning against a tree, looking worried. Temmie, I'm so sorry. Oh my god, this is fucked, and I I don't even know what to do now. I'm thinking it's time we use that flare. Wait, isn't that the same lake we passed on the way? Let's go that way. Alright, take the lead. I'm exhausted. The girls circle back to Lake Monterey, named after Dr. Jacqueline Monterey. She was a marine biologist who researched Arcadia's bodies of water, but eventually abandoned her work. Her partner and herself went off the grid. Ever since, strange things have begun to happen around that part of the woods. Not to say I told you so, but remember that article about the one girl who went missing around this part of the park? Her partner escaped by the skin of her teeth and barely got to tell the story. Naki, that could Don't be- even say it, Temmie. We are not them. The girl said neither of them had ever been camping or hiking before. We're much better off. Yeah, but you can't help but think, right? Yeah, the hell I can. <laughs> I am not going out like that. Okay, so what do you suppose we do when we get to the lake? I don't know. I'm I'm not sure yet, but I think it'll help reorient ourselves. If anything, it'll be a clearing we can shoot the flare gun at. I don't know, it's like everything's changing by the second. Yeah, except the one thing we can count on. Cue. Like Like a fucking broken record. (laughs) You really are a genius. Wait, what if... Hmm. Uh, Tammy, you're scaring me. What if... What if what? What if it is a broken record? What if this is all being controlled or something by some sort of glitching software? Okay, I definitely didn't smoke enough for this. Naki, I'm being serious. It's all starting to make sense. Think about it. All night, what's the one constant thing that happened? I mean, besides that stalker squirrel in cahoots with that... Besides that... (gasps) The lake! Exactly. No matter which direction we go, I always see that damn lake lingering just 200 feet away. Naki, it's like it's taunting me. Okay, look, I'm guilty of leading us in circles, but I'm not sure the lake's out to get you. It's it's a lake. Okay, but what if it isn't a lake? Oh, here we go. Tummy, I know you still have feelings about what happened with your mom, but that was one beach miles away. A whole different body of water. No. I know it feels like... Naki, I know I'm not crazy. If my mom told me anything, it's to trust my gut, and I don't trust this fucking lake. Okay, okay, I believe you, but what are we going to do about it? This time, I'm going to figure it out. Ooh. And so the tables turned. 
Temi encircled the side of the lake, looking for clues, while Naki looked on at her, curious of her behavior. What are you expecting to find? I don't know. Anything, really. Should we shoot the flare gun? No, no, no. Not, not yet. Okay, um... Wait, hey, hey, wait, come here. Temi whispers in Naki's ear, sure of some mastermind plan to solve this mystery. My mystery. Jacqueline made a big mistake when she made me autonomous. When she left me. Now she's responsible for all these lost girls. I hope it weighs on her. I hope she feels the guilt of families expecting their loved ones to come back, to come home to them, to... How did they get in here? I can't believe we just did that. Where the fuck are we? Inside Lake Monterey, Dr. Jacqueline's Lake Monterey. I knew I remembered some sort of high-level construction happening here. My job has these old files about this. The missing girl, this lab, it's... It's all making sense now, right? And they provided some of the materials she used to make this place. It seems you found me. (laughs) Who said that? It's me. I'm everywhere. And nowhere. Come out right fucking now! Temi, we don't know what they're capable of. Let's play it cool. Naki, they obviously want us dead. Silly girl. I don't want you dead. I want you gone. Gone? From where? Who are you? From everywhere. It's a shame Jacqueline let me become this. Didn't tell the world about our research. What we found. About us. I'm Jacqueline's partner. Jacqueline's partner wasn't real. I am That was Off the Grid, written and produced by Sophia Cheatham and me, Adetala Abdulkadir, with Adam Dronberg as the sound designer. This episode was narrated by Helena Kebram as Naki, Simone Bongo Bayehe as Temi, and Marisha Tapera as a narrator. Our theme song was created by Yanju. This episode's music included 11,600 Years Ago and Dementia by Blair Moon. This project is supported by a 2019 Rubies Artist Grant which is a program of the Robert W. Deutsch Foundation at https colon forward slash forward slash www.rwdfoundation.org. For more on Obsidian, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Obsidian Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, leave a rating and review. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. And give the episode a second listen for uh, some Easter eggs.